How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Dalton gets set. Chase Young got him. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Final hour of power here on the Burgundy and Gold today, streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app, and we're on your AM dial here on the Team 980. It's been a great show thus far, man. I'm really, I feel better than when I first walked in. Actually, the producers in the studio, I walked in. I'm not always the most happy guy in the world from the get-go, but today, man, I came out guns a-blazing because at some point, Somebody's got to be real around here. There's no disrespect to any of my colleagues. But at some point, we got to start telling it how it T.I. is around here. And a lot of the times, you just don't get that. But I'm here to save the day for you. The real, the real is here in studio. What I'm trying to get to the bottom of right now, and by the way, you all know if you've been trying to call in, the phones are down right now. Tap it with me, though. Twitter and Instagram, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. We're at a point right now where if you're Washington, if Carson Wentz goes on to play 70% of the snaps this season at quarterback for this football team, Washington, that third-round pick that they're sending to Indianapolis this spring, converts into a second-round pick. So I'm posing the question, how much longer should Carson Wentz have as the QB1 here in Washington? How much longer should Carson Wentz have the keys to this commander's Ferrari. And normally that analogy works when you have a good offense. Matt, you help me out on this. I called the commander's offense a Ferrari. Based off of what you've seen the past two weeks offensively, what type of car does this offense resemble? What type of car does this offense resemble? A Sheehy? I mean... A broke-down Chevrolet? I would say we're we're into a lemon status. I'm trying I mean, to think. I, I mean, seriously. Nova. Nova. Yeah. What's that? An old school car that literally translates in Spanish to no go. <laughs> well, look. I called him Shout Turner after week one. I was singing the praises of offensive coordinator Scott Turner. He has a share in this blame as well. He has a share in this blame as well, because and maybe this will all come out once things really fall off the wheels here. Washington chose Carson Wentz as the guy to lead this group moving forward. Now, when they first made the move, Linnell, of course, the big fan that he is, diehard, I'm all for it. 6'5", 
225, gets off the bus looking like a starting NFL quarterback. The numbers don't lie. 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions last year in Indianapolis with the Colts. A leader of men. Someone who's had success in this league. Someone who has physical attributes that we haven't seen at that position since I was born. A guy who should have won MVP in this league. You all know the numbers. He was supposed to be a significant upgrade at the position over Taylor Heineke. But the beautiful thing about this league, the beautiful thing about this league, is we get to go back and we get to assess what we've seen thus far from Carson Wentz. Now, by all accounts, by all accounts, Carson Wentz has regressed each week as the starting quarterback of the Washington Commanders. I don't think that's up for debate. If it is, and you don't agree with what I just said, tweet at me. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Carson Wentz has regressed as the quarterback here of the Washington Commanders. In each of the last three weeks, he's regressed. He's regressed. And the thing that's most frustrating about the regression of Carson Wentz is it's not just on Wentz. It's not just as simple as swapping out the quarterback and putting in Taylor Heineke or Sam Howell. It's not that simple. The issues that this football team is having up front along the offensive line lets me know that, A, when Scott Turner's calling plays, he's not calling plays trusting that this offensive line is going to block for Carson Wentz. When Scott Turner calls plays, he's calling plays not trusting Carson Wentz himself. Throughout that football game on Sunday, we constantly, even when the pressure wasn't there, you saw Carson Wentz constantly drift back in the pocket. It was a problem for Wentz throughout that football game. And it didn't just cause him to miss a potential touchdown throw. It nearly caused him to throw another pick. Carson Wentz, here in this commander's offense, has reached the point of no return for me. Look, I understand that once you do pull the plug on Carson Wentz, what does Shane McMahon say? There's no coming back. There is no tomorrow. Live this moment for the rest of your lives. When Washington does decide, because it's not a, it's a matter right now of when and not if. When they decide to pull the plug on Carson Wentz, you might as well cut him. You might as well cut him. There's no reason for him to remain on this football team. There just isn't. There just isn't. Ant-Man, your, your headphones are in here. <laughs> but there's no reason to go back to Carson Wentz once you decide to pull the plug. The reason why I'm so frustrated, though, with Carson, the reason why I, I'm at a loss for words when describing the performance of Carson Wentz is the numbers. The numbers are bad. The numbers are bad. The commanders offensively through four weeks now rank dead last in yards per play. I mentioned that Carson Wentz has regressed each week as the QB1 here in Washington. Carson Wentz's QBR has gone down each and every week. This offensive line right now, as currently constructed, is just flat out unable to hold up in pass protection. They have got tremendous weapons at the receiver spot, at running back, at tight end. But it doesn't matter because your offensive line's performed so poorly that you've only been able to muster 18 points in the past two weeks. Washington. 21.6% of their drives have reached the red zone through four weeks. 
That's bottom six in the National Football League. It's bottom six in the entire league. At some point, I know we were worried about the ego and making sure you don't have permanent damage to Carson Wentz. But at some point, man, when your PFF grade is 27th through all quarterbacks in the National League through the first month of the season, when you're playing that poorly, when you've got two more turnover-worthy plays than big-time throws and you're the NFL's most sacked quarterback, at some point, everybody's got to look in the mirror. And I wonder, and I tried to ask Mike Jones about this. He didn't give me a concrete answer. I've said this all show long. If Wentz plays 70% of the snaps, that third-round pick the Washington O's Indy converts into a second. So I'm now looking at the schedule, and I'm saying, hmm, when do you decide to pull the plug on Carson Wentz? You got a must-win game Sunday. Once again, for the second straight week, I'm declaring it must-win territory. We'll see if I'm forced into another on-air therapy session. We'll see if I'm trying to if people try to walk me off the ledge one more time. Sunday against Tennessee. A defense that has been spotty at best to start this year. A football team that you shouldn't have too much problems with. You shouldn't have issues moving the ball against the Tennessee Titans. You shouldn't have issues generating offense against the Tennessee Titans. But I also felt that way against Detroit. Look at what Detroit has done defensively. They've given up the most points in the National Football League through four weeks, yet they shut us out in the first half. We're now at a point where if you're Washington, and I've said it all show long, somebody's got to be held responsible. Hello, earth to somebody. Anyone who's listening, please, please, I'm begging you. Tell me why. Tell me why I should have optimism about this team moving forward. Tell me why Carson Wentz should be the leader of this football team moving forward. I don't care about massaging his ego. How long is his damn leash? And it's crazy. Let me even chill out because I was the main one talking about him during training camp in the offseason. What did I say? My number one line. Carson Wentz in this offense is more about the process than it is about the day-to-day. And now we're at a point where it's game-to-game results. But let's call it what it is. The last three weeks, you've basically gave up. You forfeited almost the last three weeks because you're not giving yourself a chance offensively. You're not. You're just simply not. But, but good news for Washington. There's a defense coming into FedEx Field Sunday that's even worse than yours. The Tennessee Titans, third in the National Football League in yards per attempt given up at 7.7. They are god-awful defensively. They are. You're going against Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Do you think Ryan Tannehill is better than Cooper Rush? Do you? Do you think Ryan Tannehill is better than Cooper Rush? I do. You do? Yep. So what does that mean for Washington Sunday defensively? We got our hands full. Very full. But also, in our defense... They don't have a C.D. Lamb. They don't have a Michael Gallup. They don't have a Dalton Schultz. They don't have uh, a Zeke. Well, they have Derrick Henry. Noah but, Brown yeah. ran by Kendall Fuller. Okay. Noah Brown. You don't think Robert Woods is licking his chops to go up against this secondary? 
Yeah, but also you put him in a bad – you put Kendall Fuller in a position that he has not excelled in the last two years. You put him in the slot and force him to play uh, press man. You know he's an off-ball corner. So, again, that I think that's more He's even coaching. struggling there, though. But I'd rather him there than, you know, on the ball. I've come to a conclusion about Kendall Fuller. I've come to a conclusion. Love him to death. DMV guy. Good counsel stand up. You know what I'm saying? We've reached a point with Kendall – he don't got it no more. He simply lacks the foot speed to be an NFL corner. Remember when D'Angelo Hall tried to come back that year? Mm-hmm. Where DJ Swearinger was playing safety in that Saints game and how D'Angelo Hall cost us the football game? Yep. That's Kendall Fuller right now. We have this issue here in Washington. That's why I say it's like being in a toxic relationship. We hold on too long. How many times you got to get cheated on before you realize Shawty is green? She's not for you. She's for the streets. Kendall Fuller... At the cornerback position, it's for the streets. He's working for the opposing team at this point. He's hurting you in every facet of the game. He's struggling in run fits. He's struggling in off coverage. He's struggling in man-to-man coverage. How many different coverages can you ask the defense to play? Now you're at a point defensively as a play caller, if you're Jack Del Rio, you're calling things to try to mask the deficiencies of the guys in the secondary. It should never get to that point. But I will say this in defense of Kendall Fuller and William Jackson. We all thought this pass rush would be giving us a little bit more. And I'm not talking about the two badasses that live in the middle. Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne? Psh, psh, all pros right now, if you ask me. But you're in a situation right now, Montez Sweat, that check, rent's going to be due very soon. You're going to be going, your agent is going to be hitting up Martin Mayhew and whoever signs contracts over there in Washington real soon. Ain't going to be asking, expecting to get paid. At this point in time, I think the decision's easy. I'd extend Deron Payne right now. And Montez Sweat's on the trade block as far as I'm concerned. We're four weeks into the season. He's got as many sacks as Anthony Haney. We're four weeks into the season. He's got as many sacks as me. At what point, at what point are we going to say, hey, look, enough's enough. I understand last week was probably his best game of the season. Four pressures, got a couple QB hits. I need it on a down-in and down-out basis. But the good thing is for Washington, Taylor Lewan, the bookend tackle for the Tennessee Titans, he's out for the rest of the year. If Washington can't get right against the Tennessee Titans, you thought I was pissed off coming in here Tuesday morning. Wait until next Tuesday. Wait until next Tuesday you hear what I have to say. The good thing, though, Washington has some reinforcements on the way. Brian Robinson was activated off the NFI list. He's slated to practice tomorrow. Chase Young should also be coming back soon. Who do you think provides a bigger boost to this football team when they return? Chase Young or Brian Robinson? I'll tell you what I think next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this is the burgundy and gold today the glory in stride for the first down on the team 980 and the odyssey app I've already wrecked myself. Odyssey Rewind features 12 o'clock noon. I mean, I came out guns a-blazing because at some point, this is my buzzword all, all show, at some point, someone has to take responsibility for the product we've seen on the field the past three weekends. Got about another half hour here with you all before we hand things over to the Hoffman and he tries to talk you back onto the ledge because that's what he's paid to do as well. The question I pose to you all out there, and look, the phones are down. I appreciate you all trying to call in. N-E-L-L underscore BTP is how you reach me right now. As we sit here on October the 4th, 2022, Brian Robinson slated to come off NFI this week and make his season debut Sunday at home against the Tennessee Titans. Chase Young, according to Ron Rivera, isn't all that far away from his return either. As this team sits here at one and three, who provides a bigger boost to this team when they return? Chase Young or Brian Robinson? N-E-L-L underscore BTP is how you get at me. Look, when I'm getting ready for the show this morning and I I decided to throw that question out there, I was even having difficulty in my damn self trying to figure out, well, Leno, what do you think? There's a double-edged sword here. Brian Robinson, we saw the impact that he could potentially have on this football team in the preseason. He is a hammer. He is a hammer, straight up. But I'm going to go with Chase Young, and here's why. Here's why. Washington, last week against the Dallas Cowboys, ran the football at nauseam. Ran the ball down the Cowboys' throat. 
wasn't even close. Dallas could not stop Washington's rushing attack. But this team was only able to muster 10 points. They averaged 5.3 yards a carry on Sunday, but they only scored 10 points. I'll be honest with you all right now, and this is the difference between me and everybody else. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel and what I see. What is Brian Robinson going to do that Jonathan Williams and Antonio Gibson haven't done? What is he going to do? Somebody please tweet at me, tell me. We're acting like Brian Robinson. It's a great story. I'm 100% rooting for the kid. What is Brian Robinson going to do and provide for this offense that Jonathan Williams and Antonio Gibson haven't? I'm specifically talking about Jonathan Williams because the way he ran on Sunday, oh my gosh, how is Antonio Gibson the starting running back coming this weekend? How? How? That's what I'm talking about. He averaged 9.6 yards a pop. Five carries for 48 yards. He obviously had the 23-yarder. If you take out his 23-yard run, that's four carries for 25 yards. He's averaging over five yards a pop. Give him the damn ball. It's not hard. It's so frustrating. Because this coaching staff has even sold us on the fact and opportunity that, oh, Brian Roberts is going to come back and provide so much for this offense. The problems for this offense have nothing to do with the running backs. And if anybody thought that, I'm sorry, you're foolish. That's as politely as I can put it. The problems for this offense don't exist at the running back position. The problems exist along this offensive line. And that is a Carson Wentz problem and a Scott Turner problem. You know why? We've already reached a point four weeks into the season, Scott Turner doesn't trust this offensive line, and Scott Turner sure as hell doesn't trust Carson Wentz. There is no trust there. There is no trust there. That's why you see screen passes. Quick game. I could be paying Taylor Heineke $2.65 million to be running this offense. Carson Wentz was brought in here for what? For what? To unlock the vertical element of this passing game. How many vertical shots have we seen in the last two weeks? In the last three weeks? I know we want to blame the offensive line, but that's on you. You chose not to joint practice this offseason and get a true evaluation of what the hell this group is up front. You chose not to play your starters in that preseason finale against Baltimore. You chose to play your guys only two possessions in the preseason opener against Carolina. That's on you. You chose to pay Carson Wentz $28 million and not play Brandon Sheriff. Now look at your decision. And I understand this team is on their fourth center. I understand that. And that's why I get so frustrated with Ron. Yesterday in the press conference, Scott Abraham asked him a question. And he starts laughing. He started laughing. Scott Abraham asked him a very valid question. Are you worried about this team's sense of urgency? Or excuse me, what is this team's sense of urgency right now? As we get ready to head into Tennessee, you're 0-2 in the division. Ron Rivera starts off by laughing. This isn't Carolina, buddy. You must understand that all these problems are self-inflicted. Trey Turner was done when he was in Pittsburgh. And you brought him here, hurt. You threw him out there. And look at the results you've gotten. You think anybody cares that this team is on their third center? The NFL is about which teams handle adversity the best. 
the Dallas Cowboys have been without the most important position on the field for the last three weeks. How many excuses are Dallas making? What excuses are the Cowboys making? They're without their starting left tackle. They're without their starting left guard. They're without their starting left their starting center. We don't hear the Cowboys making any excuses. And guess what? They played a hell of a lot tougher schedule than Washington has. But that's what we do here in D.C. The District of Contradictions. That's what I'm about to start calling it. The District of Contradictions. Terry McLaurin paid buku money this offseason. And you can't even figure out a way to get him the ball. It's so many different ways I can go with this. So many different ways I can go with this. In a nutshell, man, this team failed Carson Wentz in this offensive line by not joint practicing. You never got a real sense of what your weaknesses were because you didn't get to see how you looked against other talent across the league. Newsflash, guys. This has been every year since Ron has been here. You're 5-14. and 14. You're 5-14 and 14 in the months of September and October with Ron Rivera as the head coach of this football team. Yet we, can, we keep expecting different things. We keep expecting different results. It's ludicrous. It is literally ludicrous. It's so frustrating because I care. I care so much about this group. I care too much about this group. At one point in time, man, not to peel the curtain all the way back, at one point in time, this team was my pride and joy. I looked forward to Sundays. I still do. It's my favorite day of the week. I love this group. I would give up my big toe for the success of the Washington Commanders. I would be a nine-fingered bandit. I would walk around with nine fingers. If it meant Washington was going to be competitive on a week-to-week basis. If it meant this group was going to get out of the ineptitude that they've been stuck in. There's so much I would give up. There's so much I would give up. You don't know the things I've went through to watch this football team. That's why I said it in the opening segment. I've got to breathe. Because it feels a hell of a lot better getting paid to suffer. Right? feels a hell of a lot better to get paid to suffer on Sundays. Blessed with the privilege to do the in-game show, Burgundy and Gold Game Day Live. I love it. I'm living my dream. But I love this football team, and these results aren't going to cut it. No matter how big the check is, I'm still going to be angry. You know why? Because I've went above and beyond for this group. I remember, man. I remember I was in high school. I was an 11th grader or a 10th grader. I was punished a lot in high school. The rule was in my house, you get below a C, you're punished until the next report card. That's nine weeks. That's nine weeks. I got punished during football season one time. You know what that meant? I couldn't watch Redskin games at the time. But you know what? My what I did, how resourceful I was, I'd sneak in. Wait till my folks left. I'd sneak in. I wouldn't even cut the TV on. We got cameras in my house. I'd sneak in. I'm cutting on the radio. I'm listening to Chris Cooley and Larry Michael call another loss. That's the lengths I'm willing to go through to support this team. I'm sneaking and geeking. Risking getting spanked and some more just to listen. Just to listen to what my boys got for me this week. That's why I'm fed up. I've been here before. I remember when we were sold the bill of goods on John Beck. Are you kidding me? It feels like we're right back to ground zero. We're right back to square one. And right now I'm trying to figure out 
What reasons do we have for optimism? Brian Robinson's coming back this week, supposedly. Chase Young is supposed to come back here within the next few weeks. I say Chase Young is needed more right now, and here's why. There's a guy on the edge named Montez Sweat going into his fifth year on the job. Wants to get paid this offseason. Has zero sacks through four weeks. Zero. As many as I do. Chase Young is going to come back and hopefully alleviate some of the pressure that's on Montez Sweat. Because what we've heard from Ron and company is that, oh, he's getting double teamed. That's why he's not having success. Well, if he's getting double teamed, what's happening to Deron Payne and John Allen? What's happening to them? Is that why they're kicking so much ass? Because he's getting double teamed? I want to know. Tell me. Right now, man, this team needs Chase Young. I don't even know what analogy I can give. This team needs Chase Young like a human needs water. They are lifeless right now. They need energy. I was out there boots on the ground at training camp. Chase Young is on the damn practice field. He's still the loudest one. He's on the side field. He's still the loudest one. You hear him over on the sidelines. He is this team's heart and soul. They need a kick in the rear end right now. There's a toughness and an attitude issue with this football team along the offensive line. Somebody's got to fix it. Somebody's got to fix it. Because if I watch another performance where my quarterback threw the ball 42 times on Sunday, yet he threw for only 170 yards. At some point, what have I been saying all show? At some point, the guys out there wearing the jerseys, they've got to make more plays. They've got to take responsibility. But I don't even think it's close. Chase Young is needed more right now than Brian Robinson. Straight up. This team isn't having issues running the football. If anybody thinks that this running game is an issue for Washington right now, then I don't really know what to tell you. I don't. I don't. Washington committed to the run on Sunday. And they got him 10 points. The running game is not the issue. The issue is this offensive line and the quarterback. We got two must-win games coming up here against Tennessee and Chicago. If Washington wins their next two games against Tennessee and Chicago, will all the pressure from this fan base quiet down? We'll be at 3-3. Three and three. Does your level of optimism change if this team wins their next two games? I'll tell you exactly what I think next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Redskins are the world champions. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. Boy, I feel like I just got in here, man. Two segments left to go. Here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold today, the new midday show here in town. The combination of myself, the legend, Scott Jackson, in the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. We got you covered weekdays 12 to 3 right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Coming up next, the Hoffman will take you on your drive home. And boy, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow when we come in here, hopefully tomorrow when we come in here, first of all, hopefully the phones are working. Second of all, hopefully I've simmered down a little bit. Because we've now, what was two and a half hours of radio so far today? My voice. It's not as strong. I'm not packing the punch that I was packing at the beginning of the show. I don't like that. But when I got to yell, I got to yell. At some man, my folks used to say it to me all the time. You don't listen when we talk to you in a normal voice. We got to yell at you. I feel, like, I feel like that's the commanders right now. Our, express, our, our gripes don't get expressed properly if we aren't angry. And right now I'm angry. I don't know how long I'm going to be angry. But I'll tell you this, let this team, let this team find a way to lose Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. You thought I came hard top of the show. They might not, my key card might not work. They might lock me out of the building if this football team finds a way to lose Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. And look, Washington right now is in a situation. I thought last week the Dallas Cowboys I thought they were a beatable team. I thought that was a very winnable game for Washington. But they let me down once again. One and three. One and three is your record through the quarter pole mark of the season. You're a quarter of the way through. And you have one victory. You've lost three in a row. Show me some signs of life Sunday against Tennessee. We were doing the pregame show with Craig Hoffman and Logan Paulson. And we all picked him to win that football game. Well, man, Craig Hoffman gave me the caveat, and he said, look, I just want to see this team be competitive this weekend. If they come out and lose a close game against Dallas, it'll feel a hell of a lot better than if they get blown out. And I responded, and I said, man, doesn't that just show you where we are right now as a team? We're talking about moral victories already. We're in the first month of the season, and we're already trying to give out participation trophies. We're already trying to get moral victories. We're part of the problem at this point. If we don't raise our expectations for this group, 
then holy hell, of course they're going to continue to fail. Of course. I'm at a point right now, and it pains me to say this, I've never been more dejected. I've never been so pessimistic about this group moving forward. I don't know if that's because I'm older now and I'm understanding the game of football and seeing it through a more detailed lens. Because I know we've hit rock bottom before. When, when, when we thought John Beck was the answer at quarterback, when Rex Grossman was being trotted out there, things were bad. They were. It felt awful when we let Kirk Cousins walk out of the building. Then we trade for Alex Smith and then make him one of the highest paid quarterbacks in football. We've seen rock bottom here. It hasn't been that long ago. This feels worse. This feels worse. They got the Tennessee Titans coming to town on Sunday. Tennessee, the past two weekends, have figured it out. Two quality wins. Two quality wins from the Titans. They beat the Raiders at home. Then they go on the road last weekend to Indianapolis, and they beat the Colts. The reason that this football team, talking about the Tennessee Titans, have figured things out is, man, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's found his wheels again. 22 carries, a buck 14, 5.2 yards in attempt, and a touchdown on Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts. This team forced the Indianapolis Colts into two fumbles. This pass rush of the Tennessee Titans is legit. Three sacks Sunday against Indy. Five tackles for loss. Bud Dupree is howling, coming off the edge. They got guys that can get after the quarterback. Danico Autry is getting after the quarterback. Rashad Weaver is getting after the quarterback. For anybody who thinks... For anybody who thinks that this team is going to walk into FedEx Field and get a W against Tennessee and not have to earn it, you're crazy. You're crazy. This is ugly. This is ugly. Rick Snyder hit it on the head. It's like putting lipstick on a damn pig. It's still ugly. We're just finding different ways to be ugly. And that's why I'm so frustrated with this group. That's why on October 4th, I'm starting to feel like, man, this is over with. That's why. But the fan in me who's passionate and loves this team with all of his heart, that person, that version of Linnell, says, man, Sunday presents the perfect opportunity against the Tennessee Titans. You have the opportunity Sunday to shut everybody up. We know y'all frustrated. I hear it in Ron Rivera's voice at the pressers. He is ticked off. He's at a loss for words. He's trying to figure out how do we right the ship. You know how you right the ship? You go out and you beat the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. That's how you right the ship. That's step one. That's step one. You got to figure out, though, what the plan is moving forward. I know this is a week-to-week league, but if we're looking at this team from a bird's-eye view, a win in Tennessee, yes, it gets you to 2-3, and three, 
but does it solve your most pressing issues right now on this football team? The personnel is not going to change unless they decide to stop sitting on their hands and go out and bring in somebody. The personnel is not going to change up front along this offensive line. And as we sit here on Tuesday before the game, I think we're all in agreement here as a fan base. The offensive line is the biggest issue right now with the Washington Commanders. That's good to me, though. That's okay with Linnell. You know why? It felt a hell of a lot worse when this defense was the number one problem for Washington. That sucked because they've invested so many resources on that side of the football. They've invested so much capital in that defense that there's no excuse for them not to perform. On the offensive line, okay, I understand why you're struggling. This is Carson Wentz's first time in a new system. You're on your third, fourth center already. Sam Cosme, your starting right tackle, is about to go on the shelf. You're playing Russian roulette up front right now. I can go play right tackle right now for the Washington Commanders. They should call me. We've reached a point with this group where the attrition's starting to set in. But that's no excuse, and I've always said that. That is no excuse. Other teams deal with it. It's on you, Ron. You pick these guys. How much longer do you have to wait before you start making personnel decisions? My biggest takeaway from Sunday, my biggest reason for optimism moving forward is the fact that they decided to put Sadiq Charles at right guard. Ron Rivera is showing us, hey, look, I'm not going to sit here and continue to watch the same thing over and over and over again. It's about damn time. It is. It is. And hopefully that move sends a trickle-down effect, sends a message to the rest of this locker room that ineptitude isn't going to be tolerated. Guys not executing isn't going to be tolerated. Guys underperforming isn't going to be tolerated. You have to set a standard and a tone if you're on. Because the remainder of your season, in my opinion, is going to be determined within these next two weeks. You got Tennessee at home. Then you get to play in prime time on a short week going on the road to Chicago, another team that's pretty much just as desperate as you are. After that, you get to 500. Maybe I'll give you a shot to beat the Green Bay Packers. Maybe you'll have a shot to go on the road and beat Indy. Until this team shows me signs of life, until this team shows me that they're not going to lay down, pack them in. They're sardines in a can at this point. I've said it all show long. At some point, the guys within the locker room must take accountability. The playmakers on this football team must make plays, period. Offensively, defensively, and on special teams. The best player through four weeks has been Tressway, by far. He's been the best player on this football team. That's not a good sign, especially, especially when offensively, you've got the third most money in the league spent on that unit. Yet, the last two weeks, we've scored a combined 18 points. 18 points. That's what you've scored in the last two weeks. I said it earlier. Washington is struggling 
because they've failed to address the most important position in the sport. And now I've reached the point where should Ron Rivera be allowed to choose the next quarterback of this football team? What is the plan going to be at quarterback for Washington moving forward? Because I know we want to blame this offensive line, but, man, there were times Sunday where Carson Wentz didn't give us a chance offensively. There were times Sunday where Carson Wentz left you no option. B. Mitch and Finley posted a poll on their Twitter page saying, who should start at quarterback for the Commanders Sunday against Tennessee? We've already reached that point. We're already there. We're a month into the season. Yet we're already talking about making changes at the quarterback position. If that doesn't sum up where this unit is, I don't know what does. Everybody's got to look themselves in the mirror over in Ashburn. And despite how doom and gloom I'm making it sound, it's not over. It's not. Not in the National Football League. Not in a league that moves on a week-to-week basis. They're upsets galore each and every week. Washington has a chance to sneak up on some folks if they get their act together along the offensive line, if Carson Wentz plays like an average NFL quarterback. I know those are a lot of ifs. Those are a hell of a lot of ifs. But right now, that's this football team's only saving grace. Nobody's walking through that door. Eric Flowers, by all intents and purposes, isn't walking through that door. Brandon Sheriff, by all intents and purposes, isn't walking through that door. The guys in that locker room have to take a long, hard look at themselves and ask, are we doing enough? I know we all want to get on Scott Turner. Scott Turner's not out there blowing assignments up front. I know we want to blame Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio is not getting burnt in the slot. It's a lot of highly played players on this football team. And a lot of guys, based off of what I know, that care. This is ugly. They're well aware how ugly this thing is. The question now is, is this team going to roll over? Or are they going to stand up and fight? Show me some fight. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. Can't keep losing games by two or more possessions. Show me some signs of improvement everywhere. Look, and Ron Rivera said it yesterday during his media availability. We've seen this group improve defensively. We have. We have. Last year, this was the worst third down defense in football. This year, they're much better. You know why they're much better than on third down? Because teams are getting first downs on first and second down now. It's actually getting worse. We'll go ahead and continue to listen to Ron Rivera and his coach speak and continue to get finessed by the system. I'm done being finessed. I've reached the point where, sorry, I'm not buying the product. They don't have a believer in me anymore. I've jumped off the bandwagon until they show me otherwise. And if this team fails to win Sunday at home against Tennessee, oh, the conversations are going to get even more interesting. You know why? 
with every loss that this football team takes in a row, the more and more this fan base becomes irate. And it sucks for us that work in this industry because losses, while yes, it's fun to come up here and vent and scream and let all your emotions out, it feels good afterwards. But you know what the next step is? The next step is people are just going to stop caring. The next step is that people are going to tune your product out. And that hurts us all. That's why I always say, we don't root for this team to lose. I hear everybody tweeting at Chris Russell, getting all mad at Chris, because he tells it how it is. Nobody wants to see this team lose. Because when they lose, essentially, we lose. And I'm no loser. I've come too far to have the success of this football team dictate my income. I've come too far to have the success of this football team dictate my day-to-day emotions. I'm fed up. This team plays a football game on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Another game. You can cut this off right now. You can clip it right now. Another game that Linnell Willingham, youngest in charge movement, is dubbing a must-win football game. We'll see the reaction I get. Last weekend, they called me crazy. Last weekend, they said they didn't respect my football acumen. Last week, they said they didn't respect my football IQ. They said I was a shock job. I was an attention seeker. I'm a realist. It's a difference. I'm cut from a different cloth than a lot of the folks They get airtime here on both of these stations. At some point, somebody's got to do the Lord's work is what I'm calling it. I'm doing the Lord's work. Not going to continue to get bamboozled and finessed, led astray. Wake up. Got 13 games left. These next two weeks, these next 10 days dictate your future. What did my man Bean say? Either going to get down or lay down. And the way this team has looked the past two weeks offensively, they're ready to lay down. But the eight car is coming back this week. Brian Roberts is coming back this week. A man that by all accounts has a new outlook on life. Maybe he can provide the energy and the spark that this football team needs. Because 99 is coming, I promise you. He's on the way. He is. Maybe he'll provide this team with the life that they need. Because based off what I've seen the past two weeks, if this thing doesn't change, heads are going to roll. That's going to do it for me, man. I'm back with you tomorrow, 12 to 3. Same time, same location. You know how to get at me. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Craig Hoffman and the Hoffman Show is next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.